0: Welcome to the Hog Call Podcast. This is Chad. And this is Tim. Be sure to subscribe to the Hog Call on your favorite podcast directory. iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, whatever you'd like, we're on them all. The Hog Call is only live, real-time, uncut, uncensored, razorback podcast. Created by fans for fans. Friend us on Facebook at Hog Call Podcast or... Follow us on Twitter at Hog Call Podcast. Chad runs the Facebook page and Tim runs the Twitter page. Support the Hog Call Podcast by helping us spread the word. Give us a five-star rating and leave a comment, even if it's just Go Hogs. This will go a long way to allow other Razorback fans find the podcast more easily. If you'd like to throw a tip our way, you can support the podcast financially by clicking on the link in the show description. We're counting on fan support. Do you have something Hog Call Nation needs to hear? Leave a voicemail by clicking the link in the description below or send an email to hogcallpodcast at gmail.com. Well, it's good to get that mess out of the way. How's it going, Tim.
1: Hey Chad, doing good tonight Got a couple wins to talk about Maybe a loss in there too But there's some good stuff to talk about this week
0: Yeah, absolutely I'm feeling pretty good about this week I'm excited uh, About, you know, what we're looking at As uh, as Razorback fans or whatnot I think it's going to be a You know, I think we've got a chance To win another Basketball game I think we got a real good shot at uh, maybe putting up 100 points in the next basketball game. I'm real excited about that. Uh, Pump for the hockey team. think they're doing a wonderful job. Still a little bit disappointed with the uh, athletic director and uh, the football team. But overall, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying uh, Arkansas sports, and I'm pretty excited about it. The homecoming was awesome. It was great to be able to go back to Arkansas and, and uh, you know, even though it was a game that I felt like we could have won and we, we let slip away, we did score some points and stuff like that. So, you know, that was nice to see.
1: It was good probably to be back in Razorback Stadium. Oh, yeah. Not, the, not similar to the last experience you had, um, yeah. but – but still, I mean, it was you know a nice crisp fall day. Got some barbecue and mm-hmm. it was really nice. Got to call the hogs at least a couple times. Um, you know,
0: it was you very try it. Yeah. yeah, it was very very surreal sitting up in the uh, bleachers looking down like a mere mortal. <laughs> but it was awesome, man. It was it was really fun, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, shout out to D Rock. Wow, did he do it up, man? I'm talking about all the fixings you could want barbecue and just took care of the kids like it was a great tailgate i mean just shout out and thanks for the invite really appreciate it Derek.
1: oh yeah he always puts one together but uh, going to the effort and bringing folks from out of state together and having a good time and having some fun and you know, throwing the football around and eating, just catching up on things was really great. Get, even that game couldn't ruin a day
0: like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Got to go see my name in the sidewalk. And, well, mm-hmm. didn't like it didn't look like it was set as deep as. Like, yours are, like, real set, real deep, and nice, and clear cut.
1: Yeah. I think we should uh, figure out some way to get in contact with who does that. Because that ain't
0: right. You yeah, know, I might have to say, hey, I'd like to see this redone or something. Or maybe just go you up there and etch to... mine in a little better.
1: Yeah. I was thinking if we had a Sharpie at the time or some kind of anything to really get in there, something that really lasts, some kind of paint.
0: We could probably get like a cordless Dremel and get in there with mm. oh, yeah, the go. There you know, concrete yeah. things and just really <laughs> dig it out deep.
1: That's what I'm talking about. I like that idea a lot better. Yeah. yeah. I think it'd be okay. Probably during holiday break or something. Yeah. Just, just going to just there.
0: paint the inside with a, a nice shade of white, so it stands out a little bit more amongst all the other ones. Oh yeah, <laughs> but I don't know. It's a pretty high traffic spot right there at Kemple Hall, so
1: maybe yeah. a little red or something, kind of like the razorback red in there. Just really wow.
0: Well, we had uh, Matt ride in after the game, and I guess we need to read this and address this. So. I'm just going to go ahead and go for it. I'm just going to go ahead and, and throw it all out here, and then we can talk about it. How's that sound?
1: Yeah, sounds great.
0: Yeah, so every once in a while we have a uh, fan write in, and, and when they do, we try to uh, read what they write, and uh, if they you know, write more than one diatribe, we will uh, tend to start summarizing after that. <clears throat> no needing to carry this out too long, but Matt writes in, he says, I'm writing this in the twilight hours of the game, there are about five minutes left in the fourth quarter. I know you both touched on the lack of fan interaction the last few weeks, but it is incredibly hard to say essentially the same things every week. I don't know how you guys keep the show interesting and informative all season. I enjoy watching basketball, baseball, and hockey, but football is my number one sport by far. Contrary to what you might say about me, hockey is my number one sport. It's a close second, though. Well, we know it's your number one sport, Matt. You know, you ain't got to hide it. It's okay. You love that hockey, so... Here we go. Having said all that, I'm just apathetic to this incredible level of poor performance at this point. I keep watching. I keep hoping for miracles. I even find myself hoping that Chad Morris succeeds. I hate seeing the team struggle in the way they do, but I don't even get angry any longer. I'm just sad and disappointed. I turn on the game every week thinking, this is the week, and I'm wrong. This is the week Morris figures it all out. We see some signs of good coaching. Every week I'm wrong. Normally I'd have called in, but I knew this couldn't fit, and all in a voicemail. <laughs> I can't believe Morris waited until we were down 28 10 before he made a QB change. Even though Hicks could not move the ball, Morris waited until he threw a pick. The TD we scored in this game with Hicks was on the back of our run game, which has been successful all year. But we abandoned it so quickly. Hicks only hinders the offense. I may be delusional and in the minority. But I think if you're dead set on throwing Hicks or Starkle back into the starting role, I'd rather it be Starkle. He throws a lot of picks, (laughs) but he moves the damn ball down the field. I'd rather risk the turnover and get a TD than try to have this dink and drunk game manager stall us out. If Morris would have admitted his mistakes and leaned up on the running backs then maybe Hicks would be alright with the risk management style, but Morris just can't seem to bring himself to doing something which is successful when it goes against what he wants to force to work. If you're going to force a pass-heavy style of play, then use a QB who can throw passing TDs. When Jones and Jefferson did finally play, get some time, it was like Morris was playing with no sense of urgency. There were times when Boyd and other players were looking to the sidelines, nearly begging the staff to call a play and get them again. We're down multiple TBs, clock is running, and you don't have plays ready to call. Even if you're going to lie to the fan base about being aggressive and playing fast during a normal game script, couldn't you at least speed up and get a little aggressive when you're so far down in one of your last winnable conference games? I mean, your job is on the damn line. I'm glad Jefferson got the game, and I'm glad he drove down the field. But why would you make QB change when he did? Jones had just driven down the field and scored. It's like Morris had a compulsion to change QBs. Constant QB changes. Don't start calling your run plays and design QB runs until you're down big late in the fourth quarter. I don't even know if Morris knows what he wants the team's identity to be. Slow pace, but hammer down. Throw heavy, but... Game manager QB is your guy. I'm wildly unhappy with our defense, too. Don't get me wrong, but I might vomit if I write too much about that. They could stop a drive. Or they could not stop a drive. (laughs) Terrible tackling all game. I remember the Chief having third and Chavis phrase from when he was still with LSU so I haven't ever been hot on him. Finally! I'm sure there'll be plenty of fools who claim that this and other poor performance fall on the backs of the players, and to those people I'd say, why'd they keep playing and scoring in the fourth quarter? This is the most ridiculous argument I hear, and one I hate the most. I played no football past high school, and I'm not a coach, but... I have known a lot of guys who played at higher levels. and I don't know anyone who would go out there in that field and roll over without giving their absolute best. The kind of hard work, dedication, and attitude it takes to get to the D1 level is incredible. But you also need a certain amount of ego too. There isn't anyone on that field who doesn't think that they aren't the Best at their position or want to be the best if a player is falling short and making mistakes then it falls squarely on the shoulders of the coaches it's their literal job to coach and teach them they get paid to recognize the shortcomings and fix them this coaching staff is not doing that not a single coach on this staff I don't expect this to be verbatim but I wanted to get out more than just a couple-minute voicemail blurb as well. And if anyone thinks that holding coaches accountable and expecting more out of such a long-standing storied program as the Arkansas damn Razorbacks makes me less of a fan, then come find me and say it to my face, because those are fighting words. So what do you think about that?
1: Well you had one last thing he said at the bottom, looks like. Well,
0: what
1: was that? I guess my point is, can we please fire more shit? And I suppose I'm not completely apathetic yet. Matt?
0: I guess he yeah, got me could. all fired up when he started trying to fight people. So.
1: Yeah, Matt, uh you definitely couldn't have fit that in a voicemail. Mm-hmm. Jesus, that was really good though. Wow. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, Chad Reddit.
0: I hope I read thing. it well. I hope I, I had the inflection on the different parts of the stories that he wanted and whatnot. It's, uh, never, I, I, it's, it's never easy to put a voice to somebody else's words, you know.
1: That's true. I mean, not, a couple voicemails could have like a part one, part two, part three, but you did a hell of a job reading it, Chad. Made me kind of uh, get the image of Matt sitting sitting on a couch while he's watching the game. Just maybe, maybe a little, maybe a tear in his eye. I don't know.
0: Something this.
1: Mm-hmm. you know, uh, probably a couple of empty beer cans thrown everywhere, bottles or something. Uh, yeah, probably moved on to the whiskey by now. Just writing that, just, just like what the hell? Five minutes left, just still watching, but you gotta tell somebody.
0: Yeah, you gotta say something.
1: Right. I like it. I think it's. I think it's really, really well. But I'd like a weekly article from here on out, kind of like that. But you're right, man. It's hard to say the same thing over I ain't and over. Gonna read
0: the same one program.
1: Though. Yeah, no, no, no. So that's a really good. Next, never next, once in a while, next Matt.
0: time it's it's going to be uh, summarized to figure out another long one like that. <laughs> nah,
1: that was good. I, I appreciate it, Matt, too, because it did give us something a little different, other fans' perspective, and I do I do
0: really do appreciate it, and I think it gives us a, both sides of that coin. You know, where you had. JM writing in earlier, and now you got Matt writing in, and and it's really interesting to see, you know, where these fans are at. I I think that most fans have moved on to the. I'm ready to go ahead and let Morris go. I don't know very many. I haven't talked to very many fans that have decided that like they're going to give him any more the chances at all. all. Yeah, so. But what do you think if he goes out here and wins this uh, this next game, beats Ty Storey and uh, Western Kentucky? What do you think is going to happen? You think they keep him around? Do you think they let him go?
1: I mean, I would I would imagine it if he if he loses the game. I don't. I would I honestly wouldn't be surprised if Yerchek does fire him. Um,
0: I think it's a definite firing situation if he loses because he's yeah, not well, going to win any sec games after that
1: yeah uh, i'm with you i think i think the uh the attendance is going to be even worse than it has been it was uh, Saturday and that was the lowest sec fan attendance mm-hmm. in a while and stuff and ever uh, since the expansion of the stadium and it's hard to watch. People want to go. I mean, I want to go. I keep, but it's just, it's hard when you get there and you just get your, from the get go, just, just hammered and embarrassed when you're trying to enjoy it with your family and friends and stuff and just feeling right, you know, enjoying the Saturday. Yeah. And then, and then, and then it's just, and like uh, Matt alluded to, the especially this game, I mean, the defense hadn't been great this year, but that game was the worst one of all. The missed tackles are one of the most frustrating things to watch as a fan. And, um, I mean, that game was over quick. So, yeah, I I mean, I think it's time to fire him. If he wins it, I don't think, you know, I really don't want your check to come out and say, well, it's an improvement from last year. We're giving him a two-year contract Mm -hmm. extension.
0: No, I agree with that. Yeah, I went to, (coughs) we went into the game, and I guess Amy had a purse or something, so I had to take that back to the card. I missed the first quarter, and golly, I get back, and it's just like, what's going on here, man? (laughs) What's up with all these scores?
1: Yeah, I was quickly too. I was on. I was in the game a minute or two into the first quarter, and it was already fourteen nothing. It was uh, a,
0: it was not what I
1: expected. I was, you know, everyone was fired up. We're going to get to watch the game together, and hang out. You know, it's your your uh, kids' first game in Razorback game, and they're wow. excited. And what happens, man? It's just we don't even. I thought like this is going to be a game. We get the SEC football game. We get the SEC football in. No matter if we win another game the rest of the year, we're gonna at least play good and play into the fourth quarter.
0: Mm-hmm. So the coaching staff said something this week that I, I feel like has to be addressed. These cats said that uh, Arkansas was broken when they got here. That's what that's what their that's what the new like tagline is. Like we're doing our best. It was it was a bad program when we got here, but.
1: I, don't, I mean, it
0: wasn't this bad, right? Like, I mean, it was worst, cracked. The worst but year not we broke. ever had in history is under Morris's tutelage. Before that, it was better than these two years. So, how was it, how was it this broken? I don't get that argument.
1: Yeah, I don't either. It might have been a little, it was definitely cracked. You know, it wasn't a perfectly uh, shaped and you know, without its uh, flaws, but mm-hmm. it definitely feels broken and where you can't fall anymore, you know. No SEC wins, losing to San Jose State. Last year, losing to Colorado State, North Texas. We all know that, and just not winning an SEC game. I mean, if we go 0-16, that's that. You know, no coach has ever started 0-16 in SEC play or first season, lost, lost the first 16 games.
0: It's just like, yeah, could you? I guess we got to Yeah. I guess we gotta address the elephant in the room too it's like FSU's coach went ahead and you know, got rid of their guy. And uh he's only been there for what, a year, so Yeah, a
1: year and a half, so
0: year and a half. They, I mean they had
1: one for and I mean they still could have been went to
0: a bowl game this year. So now they got the <laughs> jump on us and I've heard they're gonna get uh stoops. That's what I heard the big uh you know that's that's like uh, what's what the news is around town or whatnot in Florida. So it's yeah. I don't know. Stoops is the guy.
1: I don't know, man. I don't
0: know if he's gonna take that job,
1: man. It'd be a good hire for him, but I don't know who's gonna take that hire. I think he'd fit in better in Arkansas, anyways. Since he's been over at Oklahoma for so long, I thought. Yeah. Knows this area a lot
0: better, so. Well, I think they definitely got the jump on us by getting out there and getting rid of that coach and. You know, so now we got to contend with Florida State of a big program and, yeah, and going after the same coaches that they're going after. I think every moment we've waited to, uh, you know, let this coach go is, has been a moment that we have lost leverage against what coach we could, we could pick up. Um, in my, my personal opinion, it's a huge mistake to wait this long, and especially – end of the season i think that's way too long
1: yeah you gotta get going it's also too with the, the early signing period in december you know second week of december i think mm-hmm. you gotta get a leg up on it uh you know usc's right around the corner about the fire there coach i mean he was already on the hot seat he got blown out by oregon this past weekend mm. so um he's actually yeah i guess they, they took off uh morehead was that coach's hot seat he's helping for USC's moved up number one Morris is still number two so these it's some of these guys are gonna I mean Florida State and USC are some big big time programs and they're gonna
0: have oh yeah
1: a lot of money and uh, influence to they get a head start on us
0: we gotta do something we gotta we gotta do something because it ain't it ain't working out the way it's supposed to and goodness I'm just I'm just flabbergasted to be honest with you every single week I'm just flabbergasted It's always a disappointing loss it's always you know this that and other but this week he said that he had to keep it simple for KJ because he didn't know how to run it and he's starting John Stevens And, you know, I hate to point out the obvious, but it looks like, you know, I don't, maybe race could be playing a factor in that, like, whole keep it simple comment, you know, with the history that, you know, white coaches have had, thinking that, you know, African-American quarterbacks aren't as you know, knowledgeable about the game or whatnot, I, that, that seemed real shady to me. I really didn't understand that. Uh, but then I guess you could also argue, I've seen some folks arguing that, uh, you know, oh, well, KJ's not getting the start because, you know, when he got in the game against uh, Mississippi State, he was, you know, throwing the ball around against, you know, older Uh, or freshmen and stuff like that, like younger, you know, backups and stuff for the team, uh, more so than starters, and uh, that, uh, you know, uh, Stevens had, you know, thrown the ball against first string Alabama, you know, you you start factoring all that in, and who knows, you know, what's going on there, but that was a very inflammatory statement on part of the coach, in my opinion
1: yeah it was i don't know why he wouldn't i think kj was kind of the guy to start man after we saw what he could do as a dual threat guy ran you know truck some uh and actually an older player he's one of their best defensive players Mm -hmm. on mississippi state side scores another play later run game looked good keem boyd saying how good the the running game opens up with kj in there at like all the uh john harris uh uh, well, saying did, how it, fast he's looked all year, how good he's looked in practice all year. And I don't know, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago because he's always talking about how uh, the offense is too complicated. It's like, why don't you make it simple? You know, you're talking about mm-hmm. running. Just run, damn, get 10, 12 plays just down pat. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? If, if it takes a, as bad as the offense was, it's like, well, what's wrong with
0: that? But, I thought KJ led a hell of a drive. Right down the field, scored, no <laughs> – reservation about doing it at Mm -hmm. all nice long drive uh look good Looked like he had command of the offense uh like knew what he was doing what he wanted to do look didn't look as just look more athletic than Mm -hmm. the other players have to me so i don't know i just i feel like it's a bad move not to play him i don't understand why he's not your starting quarterback um I guess, you know, he, he got John Stevens and, and his grandpa and all that. So I guess, you know, yeah, I want to see him be successful. I just think a different position would be better for him. But we'll see. Maybe he comes in here and he wins this game and, and beats these guys real good, you know. Um, you know, the theory all along was, oh, coaches – is keeping everybody's eligibility and then he's going to play them at the end and so that didn't happen so that theory we can throw out the windows that's not there again another strategy nobody can figure out what this guy's doing uh turns out he played a couple guys too many times uh by like just putting them in for you know simple kickoffs and stuff like that and uh burned a couple guys eligibility. So that's really bad coaching, man. Could you imagine only being in for a couple plays, a few games and burning your first year like especially that's just irresponsible for the coach to do that to a player in my opinion.
1: Especially as many freshmen as he's been playing. So you know they're going to get the opportunity, and Jalen Catalan's one of those pretty highly touted safety coming out of mm-hmm. uh, high school this year. It's like, and he put him like on, a, like you said, kickoff, and, uh, and played one play at uh, I think oh, one of one of the games Catalan comes in there when the on the when the other team is doing a victory formation. Mm. So that's when you waste the game, and it's guys that you want to help. You want to play those four games, useful four games. What do you? You know what I mean? This? Yeah. Like if you're if you're gonna if you want them to redshirt. You know, shit. I mean, if, they, if those guys could play, he should have been using them all he can because he needs to be coached for his job, but it's another story, huh? But I don't trust anything he really does right now, man. It's hard to listen to him, hard to read any of his statements still. It's just hard to believe anything, how he's messed up the quarterback situation. It's
0: like everything's a gaff, man. Like, the quarterbacks yeah. are a gaffe. His play calling's a gaff. He's ruining these kids' eligibility. That You know, that's another gaff. like. You know, you can't get them to line up correctly. Like, I can just go on and on. Like, didn't travel properly to Colorado State, just on and on and on.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Feels like, man, and we knew it right then, man. You know, with not traveling up there, going to flying to see his son on Friday night instead of being with the team. You know, fourth down in inches from the Colorado State 30 yard line, averaging nine yards a carry, doesn't. Mm-hmm. Go for it to set a precedent in that game. Knew it right after that game. He's not the right guy. People said we were hard on him last year. People said this and that about the recruiting class, and he's going to be a really good recruiter. Hmm. Well, 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 you know, we one more game after that, and <laughs> that's what we said. We'll see and try to be positive, and hope he could correct it mm-hmm. this year. And we tried, tried, to, tried, posi- to, tried to, to try to be that, but my
0: tried to get behind him.
1: But when your second year is worse than
0: your first, golly, Dude's horrible. Dude, it's horrible. We um, just got to
1: cut our losses, man. The, the, the,
0: and here's the other thing. You know how he's like, oh, I'm a high school coach's coach and this, that, and other, and I'm going to help all the high school coaches and stuff. I, I have a lot of friends who are high school coaches in Arkansas high schools, and a couple of them have told me, like, they tried to, you know, call the university and, and go up there and, like, get a walkthrough and stuff like that, and maybe watch a practice and stuff mm-hmm. they didn't even get back with them didn't say nothing wow. to them like how wow. is that a high school coaches coach how are you helping all the high school coaches like you claimed when you ain't even getting back to to them for you know just sitting on practice or something i mean petrino did that with high school coaches all the time
1: yeah well chad uh, as you know he kind of sold sold a bill of goods when he came here so Nothing, nothing like that surprises me. He says one thing and does the other. So, hopefully, that this this uh, situation is about over. I wish they would have fired him after Mississippi State game. Let an interim coach get, you know, get a couple wins at the end. But
0: yeah, well, we got a classic Charlotteson situation on our hands here. <laughs> ah, goodness. Well, uh, and I don't want to sit here and dwell on this all night. Of course, we could, you know, but. Uh, Really, I think, I mean, that's that's all the news I've heard as far as the coach and staff and stuff goes. Have you heard anything that we need to, that I missed, that we need to bring up or whatnot? Or...
1: Uh, not, nothing off the top of my head right now.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, if something comes up in the podcast, obviously we'll address it for another 30, 40 minutes. But <laughs> I guess we can move forward
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> into the game if you want.
1: Yeah, sure. Why not? Let's get that over with.
0: Yeah. That's so, not all right. special. So, yeah, Mississippi State scored in, like, their first two possessions, right? 14 mm-hmm. points. And before we could even get into the game, we were tailgating down at the gardens. And it was right. for We couldn't even get into the game. And then uh, I had to, you know, make that run back to the car. And by the time I got back in the second quarter, about halfway through, they done scored again. Mm-hmm. And uh, then, you know, they scored a touchdown and missed it. And uh, my five-year-old didn't sit because Tim had taken him to the bathroom. So we missed that. And then uh, we all got together watched that uh, extra point. Or the not the extra point, but the field goal. And then, you know, Mississippi State scored. and Then we scored, which was really cool because Oscar really got to watch that one and enjoy it. Uh, then uh, we got the KJ uh, score again, which was another really cool one. And then, obviously, you know, Mississippi State scored uh, again in that game. So, you know, it, it is what it is.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they started off, I mean, just drove down the field, scored. We come back. You know, Boyd's first play of the game, 22 yards, first down. They run them, give it to him for – that next down three yards then guess what two straight incompletions doesn't even give us a chance and then they mississippi state drives down and scores again it's
0: just crazy
1: i can't believe we averaged 50. seven points
0: yeah seven points 54 to 24 that was the, the final score we averaged seven points of what
1: 7.4 ever yards per
0: rush why we just won't run the ball we're not gonna do it i'm not gonna say it i'm not gonna suggest it because we're not gonna (laughs) dang do it
1: yeah you think with kj out there they might run a little bit because he had some nice gains but i'm sure kj's not gonna get a chance it's gonna be steven jones the whole game maybe take him out for hicks probably give hicks another shot he loves some hicks man you know he came out there's another one man hicks was four out of 13 in interception that game he says he says he was that bad four out of 13 because the receivers kept dropping balls. i guess the pro what? football focus had you know the film review and it was like well there was there were two drop balls, but that still <laughs> would make you four out of 11 <laughs>
0: listen to this rakeem Boyd was averaging 10 point four yards per carry. Got the ball eleven times. What? Gets less and less every time. What are we doing? Why can't we he he would be breaking McFadden records if we ran him like Houston Nut ran McFadden, man? Oh yeah. Like this. He's entire
1: defense is out. He would just get stronger as he went along. And guess what? Boyd (sighs) never shows
0: that he gets I mean, he never gets the chance. Never gets the chance. He don't get the touches. That's That's crazy.
1: You Why, know just what, put it,
0: KJ in, let him hand the ball off the void. When they get overconfident, let KJ keep it and roll out. <laughs> when they mm-hmm. start creeping up on that, let KJ keep it, roll out, and toss it up.
1: It's That's real right. simple. It's God. not like you're void of running backs and you know what I mean? Even some receivers that can help them
0: around, but, uh and you got trailing Burks, 3.8 yards of average and four carries spivey 4.7 three carries it's like
1: come on whaley gets two carries total just just two six yards per carry though i mean it's not like you got two yard two attempts for a, a, you know one yard or. our anything.
0: quarterbacks get as many carries as some of our running backs and that ain't normal that's not normal man yeah. that's not that shouldn't happen mm-hmm Why? I mean, they're scoring every time they touch the ball. Why are we trying to give it back to them as quick as we can? You know. Yeah, I know. (sighs)
1: Same old story.
0: I mean, our defense got horrible. Like, (laughs) I mean, I guess they've been bad all year, but they were worse in this game. I feel like than any game so far. Yeah, the missed tackles were bad. Not
1: even one. Not one sack. Not. I mean, I don't. Not not one interception. Quarterback
0: hurry. It didn't seem yeah. like they cared. Like, it just no. seemed like they were just there, just going through the motions, you know? Mm hmm. And you, I mean, it's not good, man. Can you blame them at this point?
1: <laughs> no, they see the writing on the wall. And hell, you thought Mississippi State, though, was the thing mm-hmm. about that game, too, Chad, is that you thought Mississippi State was going to be the same way. They were three and six. Morehead's on the hot seat. This is, you know, really should have been loser gets fired.
0: How we didn't but, even And they
1: it? smoked us, man.
0: Golly. They smoked us. They absolutely loved us. We didn't even throw the ball, man. We only threw the ball nine times. Nine times. Wow. Like, what? What? So, we had 20 productive plays. Not even 20, because one of those was to Hudson here for two-yard loss. So, 19 productive plays. Imagine that. Yeah, not a whole lot,
1: especially against a bad defense. But well, we made him look pretty good, though.
0: I'm just telling you, if you just run the ball more, if if Raheem Boyd's getting double the touches, just double his touches up. Just give me 22 instead of 11. You know? Oh yeah. Let me go ahead and get 11 out of Whaley.
1: Yeah, that's surprising. Thinking back. Hell, even Spivey, the freshman, he showed showed some pretty good. Had a nice eleven yard gain when KJ was in there, opened it up again. So that's crazy. I don't know.
0: Well, Sam Lloyd did good, man.
1: Oh, halfway decent again. Yeah, fifty nine yarder. That was a <laughs> couple in the twenty. Couple of them in the twenty. He's been halfway decent all year. I'm sure Morris will you know, use that in this. Maybe play he can to, get a
0: special teams job somewhere when he gets fired.
1: (laughs) Somewhere. I don't know who's going to take him. He's looking like he's going to go to the offensive analyst or position or probably go back to the high school.
0: Do you think that we're waiting to... I kind of have this feeling this is what your check's doing and I think it's a bad idea but I think he's waiting until January 1st and his contract goes down to 9 million instead of a $12 million buyout. That's that's what I think he's doing. I think he's trying to save a little money.
1: Yeah, but man, getting that behind on a recruiting class, I don't know if that's worth $3 million.
0: If you're losing a million dollars a game, three games you've already, you know. But yeah, so I guess he feels like it is. Well, I don't think he understands if he let him go. Like, it would kind of energize the fan base to a certain extent. There would be you, some guys show up to that Little Rock game, you know?
1: Yeah. I'll tell you what, Hunter. I'll make you a deal if you're out there listening. If you fire Morris and hire a new coach, I'll buy a good amount of Razorback football apparel or or just, you know, licensed product to help, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm part you get to that and I'll, I'll you know even maybe a little donation or I'll make a promise to buy some tickets next year and go to more games than I did this year. It's more it's just it's that bad. How about that? Oh yeah. If I make that promise I'm sure a lot of other fans will if you just fire them we'll get the money back it's okay. I think if everybody Arkansas needs to come together on this football issue and uh, I know it was kind of a joke earlier but do some kind of GoFundMe or do some different things to raise the money. Pitch in, everybody, just pitch in a couple dollars.
0: I do something.
1: Just start over. I don't know how anybody could say where that it was broken. Their coaches say the program was broken. We're the maybe the worst team in the whole college fo- or Division One football. Couldn't have been broken that
0: much, but broken when guess. they got here. We wasn't this bad. When you guys got here, that's all. Hard I to be to this bad. You got to be real I mean, you got to be really bad. I hate to say it, but I think Brett Bellman could do a better job with this team.
1: He wouldn't have gone two 10 ten, two and ten. No way. Yeah, I mean, you got to be an extra special
0: bad. I do. I think he would have. I think he could have done better. I hate to be like that, but man, I didn't like him at all, at all. But I no, you did. I, I, I think he'd do better than. This guy we got now. <sighs> anyway, I, I don't know. Anything else we need to say about this game? Did we miss anything? I don't think so, really. I mean, kind of I getting mean, really depressed now.
1: Yeah, let's not, man. That's, we got some good things to talk about. I'm, I'm done with that game, man. Seriously, there's no point in it. Nobody wants to <sighs> ever even. It's just one of those games that hopefully we'll get a better coach and we'll forget about it and we'll start beating Mississippi State down in 10 years like we used to.
0: Exactly, exactly. So,
1: all right, I'm done with that game.
0: Well, that means that we get to move on. And uh, before we do that, let's go ahead and take a break. Back to the Hall Call Podcast. What is this of a mascot, Tim? What in the world is this thing? <laughs> what is it?
1: I don't know. I'm trying to find out.
0: This thing's weird. It's like the uh oh, it's like a, a McDonalds furry... character. Yeah, that's what it's I was lot, thinking. It's like a McDonald's character. That's exactly what it is. It's like they're I don't know, man. These guys was, are weirdos. It
1: was created in nineteen seventy nine. That's a very nineteen seventy nine. Look like the same
0: same costume that's been around since then. I just waiting on that thing to stuff a bunch of burgers in its great big mouth.
1: Well there's a picture of him on the on the Google images of him like, eating a cheerleader.
0: <laughs> Is it really? Yeah, just Oh goodness. This thing's a freak, that's, man. That's weird. Well if you guys hadn't looked at it, you gotta you gotta do yourself a favor and I didn't
1: even know we were back to recording.
0: Check that out. Well yeah. Um, I knew we were. All right, man. So uh, WKU Hilltoppers, what you think? Uh, we're just gonna go in and walk all over these guys. I don't think so, so I think man. It's gonna be a big, big blowout win.
1: I I don't know why this why we'd be any more motivated to come out and win this thing than like a Mississippi State SEC game. I really don't. Um, I'm really worried about the game. I shouldn't be. It's embarrassing, but I mean, Western Kentucky's looking for a bowl game, and they're looking for that conference USA championship too. They're four and two in conference, you know, five and four overall.
0: You said earlier if they win, they go to a bowl game. Like it's yeah, it's they're going to the deal six. Yeah, so they beat this us. is
1: yeah. Wow. I mean, we should win it, but mm-hmm. it's just that hard to haven't been shown anything here lately
0: though. and it's the tie story revenge game we have been talking about it for weeks Oof. Tim
1: yeah he's coming back man he's uh, you know he didn't start the season off as a starter but the uh, their start quarterback for the season got hurt and, just, and they were like 0-2 or they, I know they lost to UCA with that quarterback and not story but since story took over you know man. they've uh, won definitely the majority of their games with him.
0: You ready to hear about this? My bookie? Uh-oh. Alright, so if you're going to be gambling, go ahead and use promo code HOGCALL. They're going to double up on whatever you put in. So if you put $1,000, they are going to give you $2,000. Go to 100 you get 200 Whatever you put in, they're going to match it up to $1,000. So if you're going to be gambling, go ahead and use promo code HOGCALL. Just so you know, my bookie says right now that Western Kentucky, Arkansas, they're giving Western Kentucky one point. Wow. I don't blame them. Favoring them by a point. So can we beat the point spread of one point? (laughs) I would hate to look what we have been against the point spread this year. I do not think. It is It is good. I haven't looked at it officially, but just after looking at all the my bookies all year long and all the scores, I, I feel like teams have covered against us pretty much most games.
1: Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I um, mean, I'm not sure there's maybe A&M. Maybe Colorado know. State. That's about, that's about One it. One game
0: but. I actually put money on Arkansas to win. I can't even believe I did that.
1: Oof. Not been a good bet this
0: year, man. I think it was the San Jose State game.
1: Oh, no. <sighs> wow.
0: Who would have thought? Anyway, so, uh, that's what my bookie's saying. They're saying that they think they can beat us by a point. Um which, you know, pretty much has us at 50-50 against these guys. Um, I don't know. I guess this is going to be the first trip to Fayetteville. So we got that, you know. Um, you know, they're, they're doing it up real big around story and talking about you know, how he went to Charleston High School and stuff like that. And won the Class 3A state championship and everything. And they're like, they're trying to almost like motivate the Arkansas fans to root for their team when they come in <laughs> here and play. They're looking at this, like, uh, you know, press release. So,
1: yeah, I mean, you can't blame them. It. It's a good story if, if it wasn't against us. If I was, you know, keeping up with another game and it's something similar, wow, what a good story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but,. Still hoping the Hawks win, but it might be a might be a good game. They've got a pretty solid defense. They don't allow too much this year.
0: It says here um, they they're leading in the in, in a few categories here. Seventh in opponent third down conversions. Uh, seventh fewest penalties committed. Fourteenth fewest uh, penalty yards. Tied for sixteenth opponent first downs with only sixteen point three allowed per game. 16th in the red zone defense the opponents only scoring 72.7% of the time and we, we can't score in the red zone already and now we're going against the team that's tied for 16th in the nation for that position uh, tied in right. 18th in, in the red zone chances with only 22 allowed I mean yeah their defense is putting up some it's all defensive points that's not good for us at all
1: Yeah, we've had our struggles in the red zone, one, and Mm -hmm. also on third downs.
0: Exactly.
1: So it's not a good recipe, not at all. It's nice to see that we're switching things up, though, in the offense, having uh, Jones and Jefferson both both uh, supposed to play. You know, so maybe it'll switch off against that. We've been bad Mm -hmm. with other guys, but yeah, they've uh, they like and they're with with us on quarterback too.
0: Mm -hmm. They like to play possession football. They're 23rd in the nation uh, holding the ball uh, with the average of 32.16 minutes per game. So they're going to try to slow us down, play a slow pace, run the ball uh, style against us, and and just keep the ball longer than we have. We'll probably play right into their hands and just throw it all over the place and stuff and do exactly what they want.
1: Yeah, yeah, probably so.
0: <laughs> 24th in the nation in defense, uh, with only 317 yards allowed per game. 26th in the nation, with completion percentage with a 65.4 percent for the season. Is that all about story? What story missed what three, four games? But a lot of that is because story's throwing the ball right.
1: Oh yeah, I mean it's definitely.
0: Um... I mean. completion rate? That's not bad. At all.
1: No, not at all.
0: 27th in scoring defense with only 20.7 points allowed per game.
1: Yes, the 65% ain't bad, Chad, when we just had a quarterback throw 4 out of 13, so... (laughs) Sorry, that's about 30%.
0: No, it's... I'd rather it's have about 65 half of
1: sixty five. Sure. Yeah, what too.
0: <clears throat> so you know that's their that's what they it says they're leading in uh FBS in those categories. And yeah, they'd uh, give... all those categories like played our weaknesses. Every single damn one of them. hmm.
1: Yeah, they do. That's not that's not a good matchup for us on paper at least. We, uh, we should have the talent, but they're a good team.
0: When he some like gives up, you know, fifth fifth most rushing yards the defense is giving up every and uh, you know, that's what we need. Hell no. Yeah. That's what we always get stuffed at good at stopping you with it after you get to the twenty yard line, we're really good at stopping you. Oh great.
1: (laughs) Yeah, great. Anytime you sniff the red zone, there's a pretty good chance you're not gonna get you're probably gonna have to settle for a field goal. Third down and long. So pretty much what you've been doing all season, getting down to these third and eights, third and nines, third and long, even longer than that, mm-hmm. that's probably not what you should do this game. You should probably try to run it a little bit, mm-hmm. even use some of these running quarterbacks to get it to a manageable third down to have a shot, a better shot getting converting
0: those. <clears throat> 22 points per game? I mean, that's not too bad. Mm. I guess we're averaging 20 points per game. I can't believe we're doing that well.
1: Wait no we have we uh, we give up 35 points a game
0: no no scoring
1: oh I got you oh we oh that we're scored hustling <laughs> yeah I thought so they're, they're at, at 22 points per game score yeah and
0: were yeah at 20 points yeah. per game
1: there's two teams that's worse than us in the SEC if we're 12. really well that Colorado State game really does pretty good on the scoring average it's
0: crazy They, they run the ball a little bit, but, I mean, we could just do so much better if we just ran it more. Oh, yeah. But they, they throw more than they run, uh, you know. You, you mm-hmm. see, they're running only 61 plays, you know, so far, you know. so.
1: They still have a nice time of possession, though, so they, that defense allows it, you know. Story's probably whipping it all over the field. You know, not a lot of incompletions at 65%, just keeping that clock moving, drives going.
0: So they got Ty Story at their number one quarterback. That's definitely who we're going to see. We know all about him. He's 6'2", 225-pound senior, and he was our quarterback last year. Uh, You got uh, Kaveris Thomas, 6'4", 250-pound. Freshman, is that the guy that was beating him out at the beginning of the year? Or
1: it was the uh, was that
0: Davis, that Davis Shanley? Davis,
1: yeah, yeah, Davis or Stanley, yeah, a little
0: six one 190 pounds.
1: Yeah, pound yeah, I believe so. I think it was him. Okay, so definitely, uh, definitely uh, a better move to because uh, uh, I'm sorry, it was it was Duncan, I guess. Yeah, yeah, oh. Stanley Duncan. He's not even on there. He's so not even on there. I was there. thinking, that was, right I was looking at the last name. It was like Davis. So it was like, no, it was Duncan. Yeah. Uh, he was five touchdowns, four or seven ninety. He definitely wasn't doing as well. He, was, he averaged more a game, but stories have better efficiency number through twice as many yards. So. Goodness. Oof, man.
0: Well, let's look at their O-line. Maybe their O-lines are all young and, or something. So we got to, Oh, here we go. We got Randy Stats. He's 6'4", 350 pounds freshman. Uh, Then you got Jordan Meredith, who's uh, 6'3", 300-pound junior. Uh, Miles Pate, 6'2", 350-pound senior. Seth Jost, 6'3", 295-pound junior. Parker Howe, 6'4", 290-pound senior. Cole Spencer, 6'4", 290-pound senior. Garrett Nicholson, 6'4", 290-pound senior. Tyler Witt, 6'2", 310 pound junior, Uh, Gunnar Britton, 6'6", 290 pound freshman, and Mason Brooks, 6'6", 295 pound senior, so I was really hoping for more than two freshmen, but a whole lot of seniors and juniors, and what a, goodness, what a season line that they have. They do have a good season line there, don't they?
1: Yeah, they do. I want You know, I'd like to know how many sacks they've given up. That's pretty, pretty good, solid line too. All above six three and above.
0: Mm-hmm. Big guys, About pretty much. Pounds,
1: you know, nobody mm-hmm. just too slow. You know, big old three sixty guy or anything, but all around three hundred, nice and lean.
0: Yeah. So, yep. A little bit, little bit, little bit soft on the weight side, maybe. Mm-hmm. But height wise and everything, right where you want them to be. So. Yeah.
1: Pretty- Definitely more Conference USA kind of offensive
0: line weights or mm-hmm.
1: kind of a smaller program.
0: But uh, then you got uh, the wide receivers, uh, Jack Solan, Solon, 5'9", 165-pound junior. Uh, then you got Pearson, 5'9", nine, hundred pounds uh, uh, junior. Xavier Lane, uh, 6'4", 10-pound junior. Lucky Jackson, 6'1", 185-pound senior. Garland Lafrance, five uh, ten, hundred seventy pounds, senior. Uh, Quinn Quigman, uh, 6'3", 210 pounds, senior. And Daytona Wade, 5'10", 170 pounds, freshman. So, I know I just yeah. I messed up. What's his, That one dude, that Quinn, his last name. I messed that up pretty bad. So. <laughs> well,
1: he's only got two hundred three yards. So leave, him, uh, journey again at that. And, uh, so Jackson's leading. Receiver's got 55 catches, 766 yards, two TDs. Oh, Lucky. Here's the next guy.
0: Huh? I said, Oh, Lucky. Oh, Lucky.
1: Yeah. That's a pretty sweet name. It yeah.
0: is a pretty cool name, especially if you're making a lot of catches happen and stuff.
1: And they got a Jacquez, Jaques Sloan. He's mm-hmm. pretty good. 31 catches, 271, one TD. Yeah. I think that's pretty cool names on here. Jacor? Jacore Pearson, second leader receiver. 51 catches, 512 yards, four touchdowns.
0: So. Not bad. Not bad at all.
1: Yeah, that's pretty good numbers Definitely Pearson. Pearson and Jackson, two leading guys, but they throw it around a little bit.
0: KJ Walker, running back, six foot tall, 195 pounds junior. Joshua Samuels, uh 5'11", 205 hundred five pound sophomore, Keyshawn, McClendon. Five eleven, 100 pound sophomore. Uh, I think those guys, you know, are the ones that that uh, you know that you got to look at there. That that probably uh, you know that's probably their weakest link. Just looking at the team so far is this, is their running back crew.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, they got one. They used Walker, the leading rusher, 169 attempts. Almost eight hundred yards, six touchdowns, averages four four point six yards a carry. You know, second leading rusher is Story. Mm-hmm. He's got well, he's got two hundred gain, and, of course a loss from the sack. So he's got hundred yet net yards, four touches four touchdowns on the year though. Um Ben McClendon the second or, and Duncan, they've got seven carries, fifteen carries, so nobody else is running the ball behind Walker. Mm-hmm. Um really except Story, he's got seventy rushes on the year. So they really got one running back, and that's it. That's why they're not
0: the best running team. Exactly. So that's their weakest link. And then you got their tied in, Joshua Simon, uh, 6'5", 235-pound. Uh, you got got uh, Kyle Fortenberry, 6'4", 245-pound, junior. And uh, Stephen, what is this, Wick, which, who he? I don't know. You'll have to say it. 6'2", 245-pound, <laughs> junior. Uh, all tied ends there.
1: Simon, Fortbury. Uh, Simon, he's got yeah he does he's, he get down of, I guess uh he's got four touchdown catch on the year sixteen catches two hundred fourteen so he will throw it to story, tight end that's tied story for,
0: likes throwing it to tight ends he always has oh yeah last year he made a great I mean
1: there was a couple games of great hit. against LSU man he they connected on two touchdowns just in that game mm-hmm. he likes using them and uh, fortenberry has got a touchdown nine catches on the year. Uh, Wachowski's. He's only got one catch, but yeah, he'll throw to uh, Simon
0: Ordenberry. Yeah, so I saw some of their games, and you know, uh, I, it seemed to me like they like to try to run the ball, but they didn't have much success with it, and they uh, wound up going to throw. They, they seemed pretty predictable in their play calling, uh, but uh, yeah, just a hard fought team, hard fought game, uh, getting out there doing what they were supposed to do, so well, I guess we can take a look at the defense. They got uh, the defensive end, D'Angelo Malone, 6'4", 230 pound. Uh, C.J. Mara, 6'4", 220, 250 pound. Uh, Jawan Jones, 6'3", 270 pound. And then uh, Carson Jordan, 6'2", 255 pounds. That's your defensive ends.
1: OK. Sorry, Malone's got the actually the leading tackle the defense line position. 17 tackles for a loss. Goodness, nine sacks.
0: Mm.
1: 13 quarterback carries. This guy's a beast, man, D'Angelo Malone.
0: Really digging in, getting into the backfield back there. And yeah. a junior, too, yeah.
1: Jones is pretty good with eight tackles for a loss and four and a half sacks. Seven quarterback carries. Yeah, man, they're going mm. to, oof. No wonder they're not sticking Hicks or Starkle back there just to sit there. We'll be able to get out of the pocket with those guys chasing you. Yeah, beat
0: up. Yeah, then you got got uh, their defensive tackle uh, Litch Terrell, Ricky Barber, 6'2, uh, 6'3, 285 pound freshman. So, yeah, uh, you know, a couple good looking guys, you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, um. You, you know, uh, Linebacker uh, Malik Staple, Jaden Hunter, uh, Demarcus Cain, all of them six foot six one, somewhere in that area, uh, 230 pounds and up. Clay Davis, uh, Kyle Bailey, Damian Lowell, um, you know, all juniors, uh, one sophomore. So, the linebacker crew is, uh, you know, they, they don't have as much, um, I guess, experience <clears throat> as the, you know, the D line does and the DNs and so on and so forth. But, but they're getting out there. Of course, Malone is out there. He's, you know, tearing it up more than anybody else. He's a junior too. So, you know, they just got some really talented young guys on defense. It looks like. Oh yeah.
1: Bailey's pretty good too. 70 total tackles, mm-hmm. tackles for loss, leading the team in interceptions with two. So not bad for them linebacker position to lead the team in interceptions.
0: Yeah, they play with a nickel back, so sometimes you'll see that 3 4, 4 3, or 4 4 look. Uh, take hey, Darien, 5 hundred 190 pound senior. Omar Alexander, five-ten, 180 pound junior. Uh, so, so those two guys you'll see slid out there. Okay. And then uh, you got your quarterbacks uh, Trey Meadows, Roger Clay. Uh, Dante Ruffin uh, being Bishop, all of them 5 foot tall, uh, 5'10 to, to 5'11 and uh, in between you know 170 to 190 pounds, juniors, uh, one freshman with Bishop. So, you know, kind of undersized cornerbacks. Of course, we've went uh, against a lot of teams that had some undersized quarterbacks this year and we haven't been able to do anything with our size advantage whatsoever, so I don't know. Yeah, there's us. been
1: several games that we like especially earlier in the years. Like I old
0: They were yeah, all teeny yeah. tiny.
1: I think San Jose State of course, we made fun of them for everything. Portland State, Yeah, they can barely escaped the so yeah, I mean I can't be too excited about
0: it. But. So, we should have an advantage there, but you know we were not gonna take advantage of it. Uh, then you got your safeties out there. Uh, Devin K uh Weiss jr uh Kanoa jackson uh antoine kincaid uh six foot tall uh 200 pounds pretty much all these guys juniors freshmen senior a little bit of mix uh, everybody against them i guess you said jackson's really been showing up big time though jackson didn't no. you say he was he had some sacks or something i thought maybe they were bringing the Bringing the
1: safety. Oh no, um, Jones. Well, I thought that was a. Uh, oh, that was
0: maybe it was Jones. Was Jones, yeah. Oh, my bad, my bad. I got mixed up with Jackson. Oh, never mind. Oh no, that's all
1: right. Um, you know, Kincaid's sixty-one tackles from there. I think a couple four pass breakups. Key's got six pass breakups, mm-hmm. and we got one fumble recovery as a defense the entire year, and that was key too. So. Let's make a couple of plays, not a lot of interceptions, and uh, uh, not a lot of pass breakups. Ralph and 2 he's got fives. So.
0: I'm looking at the coaches, man. I just don't see anything that, didn't, you know, I mean, the coaches aren't that storied or anything, nothing fancy, you know. I'd rather have them. I'd take every single one of them than the coaches we got now, but.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's his, I guess, first year, man. I mean, I guess you can't, I guess you can go to a bowl game in your first year. That's something I like that. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he's coached in, uh, he played at Houston in the 90s as a quarterback. He's coached kind of all over these places. This is kind of a scary
0: team because, like, you know, you had Petrino coaching there not too long ago. You had, uh, uh, what was it the uh, the 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 fellow that well, went down to UCF, right? Wasn't he at Western Kentucky too? Yeah, <laughs> like you had some like good coaches come from this.
1: Well, it seems like they've had a run of coaches uh, going there and being the head coach, and then getting hired at a bigger school. Mm-hmm. So it's not a bad place to uh, advance your coaching for sure.
0: Oh yeah, but,
1: so. Uh, oh, they had Jeff Brom, the uh, Purdue coach, after Petrino, and he tore it up there too. Yeah, <laughs> he went thirty God, and ten. Like,
0: that's crazy, man. Like they've had some really good coaches. So Jim
1: and uh, John's uh, dad, Jack Harbaugh. Goodness, ninety-one sixty-eight. <laughs> yeah.
0: This ain't the type of team you want to have to play in a down year. No. I don't feel like. Yeah, it just seems like they're going to have
1: some offense coming in this game.
0: UCA beat them, so if we get beat by these guys, that means we're worse than UCA. Oh, God.
1: Yeah. Well, that's a...
0: UCA, I mean, I've been to a lot of, you know, UCA games, Central Arkansas games. My uncle hmm. Ronnie played for UCA and had a lot of family members go to UCA and so on and so forth. So, um yeah, UCA uh, is kind of in our our blood too, you know, and uh, I'm, I'm glad to see they got that win there, you know. But at the same time, goodness, now we gotta play them.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he says got a heck of a.
0: Oh, they got a good program, yeah, and then uh, they're
1: the best football yeah ever all of shit, no. Then they, they win. Beat, they beat Arkansas State for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: Then they went and beat Florida International and uh, you know, they're Butch they're Davis having a down year. Florida International ain't having their best year this year, but they're, they're not a bad program though either. Yeah, so.
1: not a bad Butch Davis coaching there.
0: Played Louisville real tough. Lost to them 38-21 but played them tough. Went down and beat UAB. Uh, they're not man. a bad top. Th- beat the snot out of Old Dominion, didn't they? Yeah, they tore them up. Beat Army? That's a big win, man. hmm
1: They were shutting them out for the longest time in that game. Beat Charlotte.
0: 30-14. Mm-hmm. Man, they played Marshall close. Yeah, that Marshall. Marshall's, Marshall's a good team, too, man. To play Marshall that close. Oh man, that's kind of. Well, I just
1: that. Was a game? It was a last-second field goal,
0: man. Being an Ohio guy, we played Marshall. Ohio University plays Marshall every year. It's like our, it's like our Texas, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's a decent program. And then Florida Atlantic beat them. Florida Atlantic's pretty good, though. It's a pretty, yeah. pretty tough program. Yeah, it is. And now they're playing us, so. Fourth, fourth bowl win, to go to the bowl. Yeah. That's what makes yeah, they're it scary. Still playing it? For the,
1: well, they're still playing for a conference championship, I believe. I have to look up the stand of stands, but it seemed like yeah. to up each other in the conference USA. But. They
0: got five wins. They beat us and bowl eligible, definitely. I mean, that's a huge incentive for a non-conference game. You know, it's not going to affect the conference championship for them at all if they lose to us. You know. Um, yeah, no, yeah.
1: I'm just saying their season's not over. I mean, it's going to be a conference win, but yeah, no, no. I, I know they what you're momentum. saying. Yeah, and they got momentum those last two games, so they're definitely got a lot to
0: play for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think that just takes it over the top. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. golly, great. So they're coming to win this thing. I know I've said that more than once in this yeah. podcast, and it hasn't been good generally when I've made that uh, comment.
1: But I think they're
0: <laughs> coming to win this thing, man.
1: I didn't tell you, you, you've talked to me. You're, sometimes we talk each other into thinking Arkansas is going to win. I've done the opposite. I've made it worse.
0: <laughs> I'm just looking. We're just looking at the stats. I mean, the stats are the stats, numbers are numbers. They don't lie to you. They just are what they are. Yeah. Man,
1: feel so bad for the players so, though. Yeah. You back-to-back two-win seasons. So you want you want to see them get exactly so getting the club dub <laughs> one more time. But just let them enjoy club dub for an hour or two, and then fire mortars.
0: Set the, set the whole roof on fire. Just put them in clubbed oven. Set that damn thing on fire. <sighs> and that song, like the roof, the roof is on fire, whatever.
1: The roof, the roof, the roof is on fire. I guess it's the song. I always heard the phrase. I just assumed it came from the song. I
0: just, I don't know. It wasn't Hank. He didn't sing it, I can tell you that. That's yeah, that's what no. I know for sure. I do didn't know that Garth Brick's channel on XM Radio is really good to listen to on a drive, just yeah. in case anybody was wondering.
1: I heard it plays a pretty good variety of stuff. It's an eclectic Not just mix. like a thing. Yeah.
0: Very eclectic mix. Keeps you from getting bored, but I like the stories the best, you know. So. Oh,
1: yeah. Those artist channels are pretty cool. They've like, always come out with, always coming out with a new one it's always cool.
0: Well, I hate to do it, but I guess we got to make a prediction here.
1: All right. Oh
0: man, I can can't
1: believe this has happened. I don't know. You need to go first.
0: <laughs> Arkansas 17 Kentucky or WKU, I should say. 14, Morris keeps his job.
1: All right. I'll go Arkansas. 24, Western Kentucky. 21. I think maybe the change of quarterback gets us to a win.
0: But does Morris keep his job? That's what everybody wants to know. Everybody's waiting on that prediction.
1: Well, if he wins, I mean... Your check did fire Anderson after a decent showing in the NIT, so he could still still fire him after this game. Just be like,
0: why did why would
1: you even let him keep coaching if you were just going to fire him after the Oof. game?
0: So you're going to go with he win, we win, and go ahead and fire him for another week. I'd feel better with that. Alright, well, hopefully we win this game. I think it's going to be close. I think uh, we have opportunity to win it just on sheer talent. Um, I think that it should be a winnable game. I think if it's not won, it is 100% solely on the coaches. We already know that they're disappointed and uh, wanted to win it. So, I don't want to hear that in the press game. And if we lose this game... I expect to have a news conference called with your check by early Monday evening, around 11 o'clock or so. Letting but us, you know, it'd also be nice Sunday, too.
1: What's that? It'd also be nice Sunday, just like a Sunday afternoon at noon, just starting a
0: your week. You're just like, Whoa. Monday morning, Sunday afternoon. Either way, great press conference. Just letting us letting us know that you went ahead and let him go. Just
1: done, starting fresh. Let's do this thing.
0: I mean, what's the chances we'll have the worst, the worst, uh, you know, game we've ever had? Or the worst season we ever had in two, two seasons in a row. I mean, that's not very, that's not very statistically. I don't know. Maybe it is. Who knows? Maybe that's what like happens all the time, but I would think it, it's not common. (laughs) I couldn't imagine. I don't recall hearing about it a lot with other teams or anything. I don't know. We've never been this bad, so I don't know. This is a new precedent for me. Yeah, there's no precedent for this one. Mm -hmm.
1: it's it's not every day every program (laughs) occurrence especially not in ours
0: here's the thing they go play Mississippi or or Southern Miss which you know they they probably win that one and then Middle Tennessee they might not win that Middle Tennessee game that's going to be a real tough game for them yeah for sure so really they need this win against us like to go to the ball game like they're kind of counting on it. They're hoping for it, for sure. Golly. Yeah, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Yeah, road road we're road at, road at, road man. Yeah,
1: road game at Southern I mean. Miss. Yeah.
0: I mean. All right. No, well, please we're going to take a break and come back to football list, or basketball unless you think. uh, Did I miss I think... anything? Is there anything else we need to say here, Tim?
1: No, I think we got
0: it. All right.
1: Hold your horses. To the Hog Call
0: Podcast. Alright, All Chad. Yeah, man. I mean, whew, we did it. We, we went through the football stuff. Once again, another week. Another kick in the rowing. Now on the basketball. Butter. Where we can actually celebrate the Hogs. and Feel good. And look at a Big old W.
1: Oh, yeah. Way to start the uh, the new season. And Eric Musselman's first game as our coach, man, beat Rice. Old, old SWC, SWC rival or foe, you know, 91 to 43.
0: Yeah, I was like, I hope we score 100 way early in the game. But uh, almost. I'll take 90. I'll, yeah, take, 90. I'll take 90. That's close. That's close. Nice high-scoring game.
1: Doubling up your opponent pretty much is pretty mm-hmm. – it feels pretty
0: good, you know good defense, good defense, really like the defense, uh, thought the coach wore a a, a normal attire, which I was happy about, you know, I like the polo shirt, and the khakis, and and the tennis shoes, and stuff, I thought that was real good, especially with his animated and excited as he gets, and that makes the game fun, too, having a coach that's so excited, and running up and down the. The sideline or whatnot. Well, Actually it nice looks drink. like he drinks Red Bull, you know, with the other
1: oh, I'll try that. never mind. Well, Morse always said he drank a lot of Red Bull and you never see him animated, so I don't know.
0: That's what I'm saying. This guy looks like he's like main well, look, like kind of... n- main line in Red Bull or something like
1: yeah, that. Yeah, something. And <laughs> ain't that Pepsi that's on the uh on the score score table. It's getting he's got a lot of natural energy. You know the students appreciate that though. Just you know, making an effort to be right there and stuff instead of just like, wow, I never seen you.
0: Red Bull it's right there, jugular. I would
1: doubt it. He's got some energy. I like it. Players yeah. like it. Yeah. Or really complimental on it. So it's, it's it's cool.
0: I do, I do like that. I do like that. I think that's I think that's good. Uh of course I thought, you know, he could have dressed, you know, somewhat similar in some of these other games that that so we saw him out there and his stuff. But, you know, as long as he keeps winning, I really don't care.
1: Yeah, the red-white game was just a fun scrimmage. Um, it was a little serious, but uh, you know he wasn't a t-shirt. Actual gains that count, and he's probably not wearing a suit because he, he is running around. So mm-hmm. I'll take it, man, as long as he keeps winning.
0: Yeah, I agree. There's some guys out there like, oh, can't you just, you know, they were like oh. – <laughs> Oh, it was a good win, but it was just rice, and you need to calm down and relax and stuff. And, and there was a lot of other folks on social media saying, can't you just, you know, get off our backs and let us enjoy a win and this, that, and the other. I just got to say, like, if you can't enjoy a Arkansas Razorback basketball win where we go out and win 91 points to 43 if you got something to bitch about there, man, just shut up. Just shut on up and walk away, man. Because none of the real fans want to hear it. Because we're enjoying yeah. our win.
1: Yeah, we're going to enjoy every win, man. And especially when you do it that way. Like, I mean, hell, I'd take, I mean, if we won 91-90 to 90 or 61-60, to 60, there'd be con- some concerns, especially with 61-60, but it didn't happen that way. It's the very no. opposite of that, just from the get-go. And we still could have played better so that's just not like we just saw like wow you know we played out of our minds there's still a lot of areas um mm-hmm. and some things we can improve on so uh but but especially start off like that it looked really good and i mean oh, yeah. holding them to
0: i like how fast know, 43 pace. points yeah yeah and i like how fast paced it was the thing i liked about it was communication looked really good like we were doing really good on the passes and getting up and down the court and it felt like the players knew where the other players were um, at all times, which is really nice, which helped us play a very fast-paced style of ball. Um, I know we didn't have Cheney in this, in this game or whatnot, but if we can play fast and move the ball fast with the undersized team we have, then we'll have opportunity to win some games. Man, Isaiah Joe taking the charges and stuff, just a really, really a tough game. Really a real tough game. It just played physically. Physical basketball really fast. That would be the best they, way I could explain it. Yeah, they
1: played physical without fouling, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know they were, uh, the team was talking about that they were just trying to emphasize just going vertical, you know, uh, trying to alter shots, block shots without fouling. You know, that Litterot game, we're, we put them on the, the foul line so many times that game. We cleaned that up, looked good, but still uh, – disrupt I mean, with only, they only shoot with twenty eight percent from the field, we really made it tough on them. Also, the active hands, the defense, um, the effort was there. Mm-hmm. You only saw, you know, saw them make two, three pointers out of twenty five attempts. Not a whole lot were open. They, you know, they weren't very good looks. Um, so the defense forced that.
0: Yeah, now looked really good, really good defensive game. Um, <clears throat> so I'm really excited. So. What's the yeah, news it, with Cheney? Can you can you enlighten us on that a little bit? Is he he done for the year? What's 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 going on exactly there?
1: It doesn't sound like he's done for. It sounds uh, done for the year. Sounds like hopefully maybe just another uh, game or two. Kind of guess if he gets all of his punishment in, running and uh, you know things in. But they, mm-hmm. they uh, muscle didn't elaborate on it, so we have no idea. But it doesn't sound like a. I mean, we'll probably you not lose you them would've...
0: past Texas Southern or anything. We'll probably have no, them back down South That together. first couple
1: games is okay. Yeah, You'd yeah. like to have them back a game or two. You know, you kind of go on the road at Georgia Tech.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: you know, they started off the season with the conference win. I where they ACC is playing conference, but that's a different story. But they started off the, with a the road conference win. So they're going to be tough. So you would like Chaney at least one or two games to get them acclimated to the, playing with those guys because, you know, mm-hmm. uh, they had 200 and... 50, 260 passes, which is a the staff they keep up with, um, which uh, pretty good. According, to him. the ball movement was really good, um, but hopefully Cheney, it's not something too serious. So we would have known about it if it was a crim- an act of a, you
0: know a criminal
1: act or anything. Yeah, you can't yeah. you can't hide getting. But I don't think anything like that. So I'm, well, I they, think it,
0: I think a head coach has to put his foot down. You know, and correct certain situations and stuff. So I don't, I don't see anything wrong with uh, you know, setting him, Especially these games, we should win anyway. You know, so.
1: Oh yeah, well he's not getting to part participate. You saw how much fun they were at.
0: Mm-hmm. He
1: didn't get to be a part of that. It's like that's got to be like, man, maybe I shouldn't mess up. Exactly. This they're going to move on without me. So it's I think it's a good move by Musselman. You know, so oh, he's going to hopefully you. give the kid another chance, but he hopefully he'll learn from this and come out a beast when he comes back. So we do need him, especially in that conference when the opponents get a little bit more physical down low.
0: Exactly. So he'll have opportunity to come in and and play when it counts, and, that, and that's excited. I, I was I wasn't sure if that was going to be a a long term thing or or just the game or whatnot. So yeah, hopefully not. Doesn't
1: sound like it, but that's so good. Hopefully not.
0: Well, that's good. That's good. So. Anyway, anything else was there, or not? Not just basketball wise, but like, was it, wasn't there an injured player or something? Did we have somebody that was?
1: No, Connor Vanover, the seventh, put three. Um,
0: oh yeah, uh, center, it was the,
1: um, transfer. It was. Uh, yeah, he got denied as a the, his wa- or a waiver appeal to play this year, um, even though he his coach got coach got fired in California and his grandma's, uh, I guess maybe sick or something. Uh, mm-hmm. down in Little Rock. and so he's moving closer at home. The NCAA has given only said no a couple times out of, uh, so far, 50 or 60, For those uh, appeals kind of decided on. And he's been only one of the few that have gotten no to play in this year. So, Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's kind of, you know, they didn't sound too happy with it. That's kind of horrible, man. Yeah, to only be a couple. And there's a couple. Uh, one of the guys from our team last year, Ibi Ali, he got uh, – he got granted a waiver to play this year. He went down to Tulane. So what was this? What was his excuse? I don't know. He went to school down in Little Rock. So it's not like he, you know what I mean? He got to play right yeah. away. That's crazy, man. So if your coach gets fired, you should be able to, I mean, so he committed there to play if under his grandma. grandma's
0: package. sick. Yeah, that too. It's like, I mean, that's two to things. That right there are to be.
1: You can get down to your grandma in two hours from baby. They'll probably fly him something, you know. Oh yeah, that's you crazy, know. man. But hopefully, but I mean, it's you know, he's he's a a pretty lean guy uh, body type. So you you kind of get him, um, you know, uh, during this red shirt, you're getting bigger and uh, better in all kind of phases, but still playing with the team. He's gonna be a mm-hmm. he's gonna be a uh, hard to handle next
0: year. Yeah, I agree.
1: Along some of these other guys even getting older.
0: Mm-hmm. But I'd rather
1: see him play this year because he need, need a guy down to, to be able to play down low. And he was so, uh, just watching the red White game, you know, he had a lot of uh, offense was running nice through him. So, but, I guess next year.
0: Well, I thought with this game, particularly, that, uh, you know, Isaiah Joe and Mason Jones actually, stood out the most to me, you know, just as an average fan watching the game as, uh, you know, guys that were, like, in every play and making something happen. It just felt like every time I looked up, they were, like, a central hub to what was going on.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, Mason probably, I and mean, Joe played really well. Uh, Jones, you know, he's 12 out of 18, hits four threes, hits a couple his first four shots. Goes perfect from the free throw line. Seven rebounds on top of that. Um, Mm -hmm. Thirty-two total points is career high. A couple assists and five steals. Um, I mean, you score thirty-two, the game high thirty-two, seven rebounds and five steals. Mm -hmm. That's something else. And his uh, plus-minus was the team leader, forty-two and um, thirty-two minutes played. At the most minutes played, him and Joe. Um, That's Mm -hmm. a pretty solid amount of minutes. Um,
0: What Joe took? What three, four charges?
1: Yeah, he's he was a team leader in charges last year, and did uh, did not disappoint again. No, last he, night. So he's t- not he's not I just mean, some great down shooter. You know what I mean? He gets out there and plays defense. Not I'm talking feeder. some
0: tough charges too. Oh wow. yeah,
1: they'll they'll knock, but he gets up every time. Oh yeah, but yeah. Joe's Joe's great man. He you know he gets 24 points, two gets a couple threes, five rebounds, mm-hmm. then seven assists. Leads the team in assists with seven. It's so uh-huh. a really good game.
0: I thought Joe. Jalen Harris had a really good game, too. I think that would be my next favorite in, in this game.
1: Yeah, you know, last year he's kind of – he's really good. turnover ratio, playing pretty fast. Mm-hmm. This year it looks like he can score. I mean, he had two out of two threes. He was eight out of 69 total last year. And it's um, the three out of four, really. And sometimes in a lot of games we didn't have uh, some of the firepower sometimes. Mm-hmm. He was having to shoot double-digit shots, we kept saying over and over last year. We're not going to, you know, it's going to be hard to win if Harris is one of your leading uh, shot takers. But he's 10 points, really efficient, three steals on defense. Pulling down four rebounds too. Yeah, yeah, four rebounds from that point guard spot. Uh, You know, really ran the (laughs) offense when he's kind of asked to. So he's really, I mean, that was really efficient. I like what I saw at him.
0: Now, uh, what, Silas, what did good. Desi Silas did okay, but man, not any rebounds at all. Got one rebound the whole game.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's surprising He's tough. I mean, he was when he was in there, we were doing pretty good. Uh, you know, didn't hit a three, which is surprising, but yeah, because not all right.
0: Him. He just didn't seem like he was on his on point. You know, I mean, no, I think... wouldn't.
1: I don't think it was the best game. Had a couple turnovers. So did there, um, but. Uh, had a couple. I like to. He, he takes it into the, the the lane. You know, if he's not shooting mm-hmm. a three, he, he drives to the basket and gets him. That was a uh, actually really his shots because he didn't hit a three uh, last night. So he's yeah. aggressive driving it, but not. Yeah, definitely not one of his game. But he's just tough. You just love watching him.
0: You know, oh, on exactly. defense too. Exactly, but, and then Jimmy Witt with the block, man.
1: Oh yeah, he he played. Uh, you know, he had. Five assists, two and only two turnovers. So, not bad. Four rebounds. Only, you know, only took four shots. So, he wasn't asked to do a whole lot last night. There'll be games where he scores a lot more than that. But uh, that block was really nice. Um,
0: It was a nice, I mean, it was, yeah.
1: And also, before I got off, I guess Jones, both Jones and Joe dunked. They didn't dunk a lot last year. Keep Uh, working on their, their, uh, and then uh, Jones goes up for one on a fast break, and Joe just throws it down, drives from the three point line, and throws it down with his off hand, his left hand.
0: That was so, sweet. Too. That was
1: definitely the dunk of the night, but uh, or one of them, but uh, yeah. Also, uh, Bailey, Atrio Bailey played good. You know, he's four out seven, nine led the team in rebounds, nine rebounds and eight points, or oh, wow. didn't lead the team in points, but he had eight points too. So if you get nine rebounds, That's nice. Course, both double digits and almost double digit points. I would take that from. And he had three steals and he had a really nice block where he threw it out. It threw the ball out of bounds. Yeah. So it's
0: a good play. Good. So play. really
1: good from the senior. Only you know.
0: Well, how about? Ethan's been around
1: for four years.
0: Oh, well, how about Ethan Henderson getting in there only for twelve minutes and still pulling down three rebounds? I mean, doing what he needs to do, blocking a shot. You know.
1: Yeah, he had to have that too with with Chaney out. So he got, he got an opportunity to play and he, I thought, I thought I had to agree with the chat. I thought he played well. He took advantage of those 12 minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, he got, got some rebounds, uh, had it, what his only point or his only basket of the game was a dunk. He just threw it down, you know? So, uh, you like to see these, uh, flat footed or not, you know, jumping just like, a, just aggressive when he catches the ball from, um, I forgot who threw it to him, but just throws it immediately down.
0: Mm-hmm. So, good good minutes, Spades. Yeah. And then, uh, well, o- Okabuki, whatever his name is, got in there for a minute with, uh, with the three, three rebounds. rebounds. Getting there <laughs> for a minute and pull down three rebounds. Like, uh, my hat's, my hat's off to you, man. You're playing. Yeah. He's the
1: six, eight guy for like a walk on. That's like just a six, eight walk on, rebound. Three, three rebounds in a minute. That's <laughs> not bad at all.
0: <laughs> it's just like getting in there and doing it. Mm-hmm. So that, uh, that's big time right there. Yeah.
1: And then Silla, the, the part of the, uh, one of the power forwards, you know, 21 minutes, two out of seven, not too efficient, but he did have six rebounds,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, five points and a block. Um, so some pretty solid minutes, and he had a dunk. His first points as a Arkansas Razorback were a dunk. So. Nice.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I like when, if they're not, you know, if they're not scoring like this, like Silla, I mean, six rebounds, you could be, you can be happy with that, but uh, Mason Jones, it's gotta be the MVP of that game. Just looking back at 32.7 rebounds and five steals. So shout out to Mason.
0: So we're 40% on the three point, which is nice. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, the field 55%. So that's nice. And 63.6% at free throws, uh, which is what we always said last year, wasn't it? Above sixty—that's what we wanted to be. If we could just be above sixty, we'd be
1: okay. Well, above seventy, usually. So that's seven eleven's not too great. You'd like mm-hmm. to be eight out of eleven, kind of at seventy-two. So you mm-hmm. want to be, but is better than some. Still, some we are sixty. It's
0: nice but. seeing them putting on. Like every time I see them go up for uh, a free throw, I, it feels like at least one of them's going in, and that's a nice feeling to have. Because last yeah, nobody, year, I didn't have Nobody that. went
1: over 2. Yeah, nobody went over 2 last night. You feel pretty good with
0: guys. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah,
1: taking it, take it free throws. So. Um, yeah, so we uh, out rebounding them. Um, 45 to 27 again. So that's not, I mean, plus 18, rebounding margin is not bad. hmm You know, we had 19 assists total to their 7. We forced 27 turnovers. Got 9 steals at uh, nice. five blocks you know we did have we had 19 assists so we did have 20 turnovers something we need to clean out clean up but 14 steals as well so
0: wow yeah we're shooting really well top to key right now which is nice
1: yeah a lot of those light just like joe and jones were just lining up right there and just nailing it. i mean that mm-hmm. first couple threes on jones was just really pretty so if they can, if they can stay and hit that, man. If you could put up ninety-one points every game, and 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 that's really only shooting fifty-five percent of the game, you could have even even bigger nights where you just. But that's, I think we'll score hundred this year at least a couple times. Let's get pretty close.
0: I do too. The way we played, I do too. Yeah. Well. Um... I guess that's about all I got on this game. Yeah, we I will get...
1: say uh, one last thing. Yeah, they had yeah. four paint. So about half our points were in the paint. That's not bad at all.
0: Oh, that's not bad. Keeping it low, doing what and, you need to do.
1: And 30, 30 points of those were a lot, I guess, of that fast breaks. So mm-hmm. they got a third of our points on the fast break. Not bad.
0: Not bad. Well, it was a really fast style of ball last night. Very, very fast style of ball. Um, and Musselman was like... Go go go! You know he was like oh, yeah. up and down the court trying to get him to to move. You know, <laughs> yeah. so I
1: guess that yeah, several times his move. You know, that the the, the uh, name of the game, I guess, pace and space. So trying to get that pace up. So mm-hmm. I like that. I'm glad we didn't go from uh, this continues. You know, I hope we didn't go from um, Mike's style to to a slower coach. So this is this is looking good so far.
0: Yeah, know I'm enjoying so, it. a mm-hmm. very exciting style of basketball so far.
1: Yeah, me too. I'm looking forward to the rest of the season.
0: Me too. Well, I guess we're good with this game unless we missed anything.
1: No, I think that uh, sums it up pretty well.
0: So, on the North Texas. Let's see here. I was trying to pull their schedule up. And oh, yeah. Well, and the they Gator beat just Oklahoma. <laughs> on me. Sorry about that. <laughs>
1: alright. They beat Oklahoma Christian last night. I guess a D two school. Um seventy nine to forty. Thomas Bell led him with sixteen points. Um, it's a team that Grant McCaslin took over, the head coach. He's, he was CBI champions, which is like the lesser, even lesser NIT, but for mm-hmm. teams like that, you know, he won that. And last year they started off the season really good. Six I think sixteen and one or two or something. And um Suffered some injuries, kind of fell back to earth, and only one. But still, back to back twenty win seasons. He uh, coached a lot under Baylor, played at Baylor, and uh, he says he's a little slower coach. You'll see them kind of slow the pace down. They do want to play man defense. He's known as a pretty pretty good defensive coach.
0: Exactly. It looks like this what this uh, Zachary Simmons uh, Gibson and Bell are their leading scorers
1: yeah Simmons uh, big guy down low 6-10
0: 235
1: Mm -hmm. Um, he's got scored you know started every game last year 10 points a game you know three and a half rebounds so last night yeah he scored 14 and had six so He's gonna be a pretty good, pretty good test for our guys against a bigger guy down there. Mhm. Yeah, but yeah, he Bell led the way though. So, like you said, mhm, coming off the bench.
0: Mhm. And then Draper too. DJ Draper came in there and and put up a bunch of points.
1: Yeah, all three of his threes. Those two guys were five out of five from threes combined. So they got a pretty good bench. They got some death. There. Some of their, their starters kind of disappointed. Their point guard Hamlet. I mean, that's not. It's not one assist, four four turnovers for a point guard. It's mm-hmm. not very good coming in here. Mm-hmm. And uh, Gibson, he had to play. I read, you know, he had to play. After an injury to their their starting mm-hmm. uh, point. Uh, but he's supposed to be really playing shooting guard. He did all right, twelve points. But he did, he had four assists, but also four turnovers, a couple steals.
0: Everybody else is pretty average in this game, you know. Jackson, Marmad, uh Weiss, Hamlet, uh, Goo, all putting up like four, you know, between two and you know, four points. So.
1: Yeah, not a lot. And they really don't have a star, and they're playing not a good team. There's not a whole lot to take away from them. um, You know, we had a bigger win margin against, us, obviously, a bigger school in Rice. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's pretty good, uh, supposed to have a pretty good team. You know, battled a lot of injuries last year. So they're looking, you know, they've been anywhere from second in the Conference USA to eighth.
0: Even their leading scorers are really more the leading rebounders. like they got, you know, Simmons, uh, Hamlet, and and, uh, Simmons, and those are your Zachary Simmons and Jamarin Simmons, and those Mm -hmm. are your players. Like, those are the guys that are, you know, doing the most, except for Bell coming off the bench with the 22 points. You know, those are your your defensive guys, and, uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah, you
1: really. I mean, one only one big guy, and then the rest of the guys are, um, you know, a lot of Thomas Bell is six six, but a lot of those guys are six or below that play a lot of minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, so besides Simmons, you know, we match up really well with them, I think, but I think it's a team kind of we run that that faster pace against them, and we're a hard matchup to stop.
0: They they're fifty percent on their three pointers, which is pretty amazing, and sixty one percent in field goals. Um, free throws 55% so that's a pretty decent percentage for shooting average
1: yeah and out-rebounded Oklahoma Christian by 20
0: mm-hmm. doubled
1: them up in the rebounds
0: also had 14 personal fouls too so that's nice, I might be able to get one of them to foul out
1: yeah, they had several guys with 3 fouls so those starters are aggressive
0: mm-hmm. 20 turnovers
1: yeah, we can force a lot if they're if they're having twenty turnovers against Oklahoma Christian, then our defense should be able
0: to cause those those kinds of yeah. problems. That's right, intense steals too.
1: Yeah, that's not bad. So oh, they my. play at the Super Pit. I guess it don't matter because we don't Super there, Pit, the name of their arena, again. guess. Two thousand eight hundred people at their game. What
0: the hell kind of name is the Super Pit? I don't
1: know. Uh, I think we should win, huh? I'll probably pick them pretty. Us uh, win pretty
0: well. I thought they were playing at Art. Oh, they played the other team there. Okay. All right, yeah, so yeah. I was just I so thought they're rolling something. into the bud. I thought we were going there. And I was like, really?
1: No. <laughs> No, no, I just thought it was a. I saw that,
0: and it was kind of a weird name for it. So I, I guess we need to something. pick a winner of this thing.
1: All right. Down.
0: I'll
1: go Arkansas. and let's do it back to back. I'll go Arkansas, 96. North Texas. And I'll go 73.
0: Okay. I'd say Arkansas, 101. North Texas, eighty-two.
1: Nice, I like it. I Like it a lot. Yeah,
0: I think it's going to be an exciting, fast-paced game on both sides. I think we're going to force the the pace on this, and I think they're going to get worn out at the end, and they're going to they're going to hang in there with us at the beginning.
1: Oh yeah, it's going to be hard to duplicate right off the bat. Just came in. And with that the momentum from the other game and just come out there firing. But it'd be nice if one of our guards like Jones or Joe gets hot to set you know, set that precedent to start
0: the game. hmm so, absolutely. Well
1: I look forward to it. Wish it wasn't a week from now.
0: But Yeah. I oh know, well. right. Well I guess we should take a quick break and then we will uh we'll be right back with hockey and uh, a little fantasy for you guys. All right, so uh, hockey team's at it again, winning games, uh, doing what they're supposed to do, Um, beat Florida, so anytime you beat Florida, that's good, Uh, two to one, uh, hard-fought game, obviously, Uh, beat Georgia, four to three, so out there just doing what they need to do. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: So I guess that they were off past week, um, but yeah, they were on. A, I mean, obviously the momentum that game, at, they lost to Michigan, but mm-hmm. you know, like you're saying, they ran through that Huntsville, Alabama trip, Florida, Georgia, Alabama, but uh, got the just Route 66 showcase.
0: Embarrassed Alabama, too. By the way, just yeah. beat them eleven to one if in, in the state of Alabama. Oh yeah, just just shamed them. <laughs> but that's what they get. Oh yeah,
1: we're not traveling too far for this Route sixty six showcase either. Springfield, Missouri hosting it.
0: Makes me think of Sonic. Like I want a big old Route mm-hmm. forty four. I think that's what it is. Oh yeah,
1: that's exactly what it is. During happy hour for about a dollar or so. Quench the thirst, man.
0: Woo! know ocean water. A- Cherry, vanilla, Dr. Pepper, whatever. Oh, yeah, that sounds good. Why'd you just have to say that? (laughs) Uh, Oh, yeah, I just heard, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but uh, I found this out on the trip to Arkansas. The chicken sandwich is back at, uh, you know, Yeah, I haven't tried it yet. I need to. This side down a little bit. Yeah, I, I I want it to be like a normal order when I order it. I feel like it's oh, gonna yeah. be skewed. I feel like if the line is all wrapped around the building and lined up down the damn street, and I go in there and order it, they'll <laughs> slap it together fast, and maybe I'm not gonna get the correct amount of sauce or whatever. Maybe I just, mm-hmm. mine's just gonna be a little bit different than what it's supposed to be. You know? Oh, uh, just them, normal. Yeah, I want them to take their time with it and like. Slather it on with the butter knife or whatever they normally do, you know. Oh, yeah,
1: that's always you always want Popeyes when they got time and you got time to be friendly another way around. They give you throw in a little extra tinder or something,
0: exactly.
1: In that sandwich sandwich box that's gonna be good. I'm excited, I'd like one right now. <laughs> Dead gummit uh, and a route, route 44 and a Popeyes.
0: So we're gonna play these teams the next next few games before we're back on the podcast. Washington University,
1: mm-hmm. they're two and eight.
0: New Mexico,
1: four and six.
0: And the School of the Mines,
1: three one and two. <laughs> three wins, one loss, two win or two ties. So, Colorado School of Mines. Well,
0: eh. What do you think the scores are going to be on these games?
1: All right, I'm going to go uh, running from first to last. Hogs winning all three of them. Six nothing. Four one. Eight
0: to zero. All right. All right, I'll do uh, first last. Hogs winning all three games. Twelve to one. Mm-hmm. Three to two. Uh huh. Ten to five.
1: Oh, I like that. You know, Derek, Colorado. He warned us about that Colorado school of minds. Yeah,
0: he did. I'm he sure. said they're kind of after. We'll, it.
1: But I think I think we'll play them pretty well. Leave that trip. I mean, we're closer closer to home than. Mhm. They are. We want to finish that trip with a sweep.
0: Then after that, we got two more games, and we're in the. Some SEC play. That's what I'm talking.
1: Here we got a. Um, oh yeah.
0: Yeah, we well, well, watch University Washington. two games at, at Springdale. Then we got Alabama, Ole Miss, Kansas, Missouri, and all that kind of good stuff. So. Oh yeah.
1: Well, got a lot to go. We got this.
0: Oh yeah. I can't
1: wait till I start having rankings.
0: It's like, we got the, do you see this? This is weird. Like, we got the SEC tournament, and then we're just going to beat Alabama's ass for two two games just for fun, and then we go to specific regions <laughs> after.
1: <laughs> We've got a, it must have a good relationship with Alabama. We play them two at home to finish the season, like the or the last uh, games at home in February, or, yeah, mid-February. We play them, we play them at Alabama in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. In November, and we played them in the Huntsville College Hockey Showcase. and We might play them in the SEC tournament. That'd be crazy. <laughs> that's, pretty, that's pretty wild.
0: Uh, I just hope we keep beating them real bad.
1: Oh, yeah. More like 11 to 1. <laughs> They're going to be wanting to defend that uh, that first game we play them here in a couple weeks. We're probably wanting to double that. We'll beat you 22 to 2. <laughs> 22 to 2. <laughs> Maybe even 22 to 1. Oh, that'd be great.
0: (laughs) Well, I guess that's all we got on hockey. Unless you have anything else that we missed. No,
1: I still haven't updated any um,
0: rankings, so don't know about that yet. All right, so I guess we can move on to fantasy sports at this point. Mm -hmm. So what do you think? Uh, Obviously, you know, I'm just winning because that's what I do. So...
1: Yeah, Chad. Um, you've been on a uh, couple game win streak. You're tied first in our SEC division with Van Gundy's mullet. He's on a three game. All mad at Van Gundy's mullet had a, had a six and one record after seven weeks, holding the holding the, the first place automatic set or, uh, number one or two seed in the playoffs, which starts next week. And he, he might blow it if he loses this weekend. Win, Chad. You're gonna win. You're gonna win the division.
0: Yeah, I took t- touch down Jesus and just I beat him pretty bad, man. Probably should, probably going to hell for that one. Probably shouldn't beat <laughs> Jesus that bad, but
1: well, and he's a team that's number four in the the, the league, man. And he's he's getting beat. You beat one hundred and fifty one to thirty nine. Won the biggest blowout reward. That's always the best. thing to win, Oof. but uh. You know, playoffs start next week. So this is a big. This is a big week. The uh, playoffs are only set in three. Um, for three teams, two, two are legit to quit. Arkansas raise the sacks and touchdown Jesus. So the the other five playoff spots are up for grabs, and it comes down to this last week. What a leak! What a what a what a year it's been. I can't believe it's almost over.
0: So who has the possibility to get in? Like who is out? Who is? Who has that possibility? Like they 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 could get in. and Who's clinched?
1: Okay, well, so those first the first seed, the SWC winner, is too legit to quit at eight and two. And then you got Arkansas Raisin Snacks. Um, they're seven and three, so they could still. Their number three spot's not solidified. Same with Touchdown Jesus. They're seven and three. Number four spot's not solidified. But those two teams have already clinched. They're going to the playoffs. Doesn't matter really what happens this week, except for. um uh, standings in uh, seeds of the playoffs so in the SEC the division where we're at Ben Gundy's malt six and four he's mm-hmm. still competing for the uh, division crown Chad you're six and four you're wanting to win it um i'm I'm five and five I'm right there if if you and Matt both lose I could win it um, <laughs>
0: That'd be crazy and dude
1: go you know I'm in the a spot so everybody and then you got go to oxstradamus. Sitting there at five and five just, just trying, just hoping I lose to get that last spot. They have no shot unless I lose <laughs> oh, <laughs> to man. get a playoff spot. I just realized that I'm projected to beat the last place team in the league, Patty Waddy, one hundred and forty seven to ninety one. So I got a good shot to get me in the
0: playoffs. Good shot to go all the way. That's awesome, man. But if I have a
1: good week and Van Gundy's not supposed to have average hundred and seventy eight points, but We'll see about that. I'm looking for this championship.
0: Boy, it'd be nice if I won a championship.
1: Your own championship.
0: Just Take all right, these podcasts and cut all the segments out and put them all together, and I can listen to the championship that I won. <laughs> Might
1: not go back and listen to all these footballs, but damn sure this uh, championship just, might be like
0: yeah just cut <laughs> the fantasy out just cut the fantasy out All of right. a championship <laughs> fantasy podcast maybe we will send that to somebody with the shirt like put it on CD or oh like that'd a, be cool oh in a dropbox send it to him with the shirt
1: yeah to I mean, start having we need more best of you know like a like a seasonally every couple months have a best of podcast with just like little clips from Oh, that one, would be you know?
0: cool. <laughs> we just need some rain. we need I feel like we just need somebody just like a, a fan or something to cut those up. Just somebody that's but not necessarily best, yeah. us, you know.
1: Oh uh, yeah. So we'd be like, All right, everything's gold, man. Everything's good. Keep everything. <laughs> Why'd you cut that out? <sighs> that's
0: hilarious. So
1: So yeah, I mean this last week though, so playoffs start next week in college there's only you know after this week there's only what, three more weeks to go
0: so that's true well i, <sighs> I guess we yeah should... we got
1: a long playoffs
0: so. all right guess we should talk about something that's not Razorback football or Razorback sports
1: <laughs> all right what you got
0: oh i was just noticing man all these democrats winning across the south have you did you see that
1: yeah, that's all. Of Virginia, and Tennessee,
0: Kentucky. Or not Virginia to Kentucky. I mean, Tennessee, but uh... Virginia flipped the Senate. Kentucky won the governor's race. I don't know, man. It just seems like the tide's turning on on some of this uh, some of this stuff we see out there these days. So yeah, it's looking that way. I gotta say, man, I you know. I'm pretty happy with the tide turning. I'm about ready for the tide to turn on this football coach. and I wouldn't mind seeing the tide turning with our politics a little bit, to be honest <laughs> with
1: you. I wouldn't either. It seems like they've kind of gone hand in hand in the last couple of years. So let's mm-hmm. just uh, reset.
0: Just just reset. Just start over again. Try a new, new group. See what happens. <laughs> well, anyway, that's about all I had. I just noticed that the uh, the tide was turning. and thought, you know, we might uh, we might just mention that out there. And just say, you know, there's a, there's a chance that uh, Arkansas is going to turn it around and, and get it to where they need it to be. And uh, you know, there's just there's just a chance that the every, everybody you know. I, I don't know. I can just see things being a lot smoother and going in another direction. You know what I'm saying? In a lot of mm-hmm. different areas in our lives as Americans right now, especially as Arkansas Razorback fans. So I just hope yeah, it continues I've, to move towards the you know, downtrodden, as Johnny Cash would say. <laughs> uh, the man in black, yeah.
1: All I've been thinking about is that Popeye's Chicken Sandwich in Route 44, so.
0: I, I need all of that Sorry. I wouldn't mind a nice Route 44 with my popcorn.
1: Colorado becomes not 19th state to legalize some form of sports betting. That just popped up of there. Well, what do you uh, Colorado, all the stuff in Colorado
0: is legalized. They're just now legalizing sports betting. <laughs> like, didn't they <laughs> just I legalize so. magic mushrooms?
1: Yeah, I mean, what's next?
0: Can't believe it.
1: I saw that on the bottom line. I, thought, oh, man. I didn't realize. It said 19th state. I was like, I thought it was only. I didn't realize it was even that many.
0: I just see like cops kicking the door in. and Running in. And like guns drawn on somebody. You know. Entering promo code hog call.
1: <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> now, nobody's going to do that. What are you doing?
0: Well.
1: No, just kidding. That won't happen, guys. <laughs>
0: it won't happen.
1: So you use promo code Hogcall.
0: Oh goodness. Well, I guess that's about all I got, man. I don't know if you got anything else. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah. Well, go hogs.
1: pig.